You're tuned in to Cat Sass, a fun, insightful way to experience life's challenges. Let's look at the world today with a fresh perspective. I'm your host, Katherine Wilking. Our topic for today is not a topic so much as a question. Uh, one of my clients asked me, can feng shui cure depression? And I thought I would comment on that today. This can be a controversial topic. I'm not a healthcare practitioner, but I have used feng shui for many years to help me stay sane. Some of these cures or mindsets are plain, simple logic that can be done anytime, anywhere to help you from slipping down that slope to taking more pills or self-medication. So just allow me to tell you a little bit more about this. Feng Shui works with energy in all people, things, and in the environment. So being conscious of what's going on around you is imperative, as all things can affect one's well-being. And that's why I preach, actually, arranging your space to work for you actually does work. Your environment does affect you. And feng shui uses many tools to make a change in an environment. So some people explain this as a manipulation. It's agreed that the trick is to use that manipulation for good intentions. And the motivation here would be self-care. So the tools we use in feng shui when we cure a space are logical and simple to apply. And this includes an umbrella of things. It could be color therapy, could be ergonomics, interior design. Some people get into the birth charts or numerology, astrology, meditation, prayer, <laughs> prayers, and other energy products. There's so many tools out there, but you don't have to go there if you don't want to. It's get confusing. I could also show you how to rearrange your space so that it flows better. And often this action can get rid of your headaches, can lower your blood pressure and find the energy you lost years ago. And so that's an option too. But if I could suggest another tool just for today, would you be interested? You may have noticed the stress levels in society today continue to rise and could it be caused by the endless loop of bad news hanging over us like a cloud? Or maybe it's just air conditioning, a poor version of fresh air that prevents us from working out to our full potential and thinking properly. Many artificial smells and chemicals actually prevent us from having a full, clean, deep breath to cleanse and fuel the body. So no wonder so many people feel exhausted and worn out. And as for drugs, well, that's still up for debate. But another tool I found is all about the mindset. It's a sliding scale or a ladder if you prefer. It's the ladder to nirvana, an emotional ladder. I use this ladder a lot, believe me, when I'm living in Vancouver. We moved for a two-year assignment with my husband's company and actually stayed there for 12 years. And the last five years, I was contemplating my exit plan. You see, we were just there too long. All of our family was back in Ontario. The boys had moved away. I was tired of living in a big city with noise and traffic and rain. And uh, no matter what you think, every city has its issue. And every city has its own vibration. So you either love it or you put up with it. And I decided to move, but I used this ladder many, many times to help lift my vibration 
before I spoke with clients or interacted with the public. And it's called the emotional ladder. So the idea is to focus on yourself and choose a level of emotion on the ladder, depending on how you feel today. You see, right away, you most likely you'll see on this ladder that you've not hit rock bottom. And you'll see that the next emotion on the ladder to strive for, to pull yourself up the rung one by one. It's amazing, actually. The energy from working with and recognizing these emotions is very similar to feng shui. Like a detective, identifying what's going on, where you are and where you wish to be. We're all human with normal concerns and different perspectives. No matter what's going on, every single day is different. Whether we're struggling with grief, anxiety, or other issues, this all affects our sleep. And then, with poor sleep, one is unable to function and make sound decisions, and depression sets in. Some people actually spend years and years waiting for circumstances to change. There's a rung on the ladder of this chart between boredom and contentment that I've pondered in the past. Let me explain. Boredom for me means that I'm waiting for something. I'm wasting time and I want to keep moving. And the next rung up is contentment. So if I stop moving, will I find contentment? Contentment to me appears as quiet gratitude and belief that I'm moving in the right direction. So hmm, maybe that is a logical progression to get out of boredom. Appreciating and recognizing a range of emotions, I was able to answer the question, what is going to help me thrive today? I was able to find a new place to live where my family and all my feng shui tools can flourish and prosper. And yeah, it was clean across the country. But yes, feng shui and related energy tools can help you shake that heaviness and climb that ladder to be a better you. Think about rising to the occasion and maybe even the slogan, the power to go forth and prosper. You have permission to climb that ladder. If you'd like a copy of The Emotional Ladder, there's several versions you can find with an internet search. Or if you'd like a copy from me, inquire through my site, katherinewilking.com, and I'll send you one personally. Your challenge for today, if you're finding that life is getting you down, I challenge you to rise up just 1%. Just 1% will tweak that sliding scale to ensure that you're on your way back up and not sliding back down. I've done it myself. You can do it too. Enjoy your own special journey. I'm Catherine Wilking of Feng Shui Designs. If you have a question, a comment, or idea for this show, please contact me through the website katherinewilking.com. And yes, you too can have a great day every single day.